Welcome to the Free Sermon Podcast of the Potter's House Church in Virginia Beach, affiliated with Christian Fellowship Ministries. Our vision is winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. It's PC Thursday, which means buckle up. You're about to hear a message from our church's leader, Pastor Joe Campbell from Chandler, Arizona. Pastor Campbell's ministry has convicted and inspired thousands of disciples during the 40-year span of his preaching ministry. And his preaching never disappoints. Keep in mind that this free version only includes a short preview of this message. To listen to the full version, use the links in the show notes to subscribe via Apple Podcasts or Supercast.tech. Every dollar goes to supporting world evangelism. Enjoy today's PC Thursday. The platform, we appreciate uh, your liberality this morning uh, for your giving. Uh, again, um, I encourage you, if you're a young person, you need to be here tonight to see this video. If you're a parent with children, you need to be here, your children need to be here uh, to see this video uh, we're going to show this evening. I have to admit, uh, I'm an antique. I'm watching this video and uh, these guys are talking about all the, I don't know any of them all these secular artists and etc. And uh, But I've been preaching for some time and my concern has been that the church has become so much like the world that why would the world want the church? And uh, this video uh, just confirms that more and more children's church tonight. We're, we're going to excuse the older children. Uh, Steve will be there and they're going to uh, show a video for the very small kids that are in children's church tonight. Uh, but um, uh, today, uh, they're telling, you know, uh, had teens coming to me this morning and this stuff's involved on the school bus. Uh, parents go pick up their small children in, in grade school and it's involved. Um, and so tonight, um, uh, you know me, I've pastored this church for a long time, 20 years, and when I tell you you need to see something, it's because you need to see it, because many of you, especially parents, um, uh, grandparents uh, like myself, are totally ignorant of what's happening in the earth, um, uh, in the arena of music. Jonah chapter 1 this morning, if you'd turn there in your Bible, and I'm, I'm preaching a series on Jonah. Last week, I talked about Jonah, a man on the run, and dealt with the temptation of disobedience and what disobedience is. Disobedience is when your will opposes God's will. When your desire overrides God's desire concerning the affairs of your life. The hidden danger is disobedience will always put you on the run. Listen to me. When you disobey God, doesn't matter if you're a Christian or a sinner, know God, don't know God. When you disobey God, there are spiritual forces that are released and begin to activate in your life. They'll drive you. This is why we have such a restless, frustrated, tormented, tormented generation. You can't disobey God without running from truth, from the Word of God. And Jonah, it said, he fled from the presence of God. 
I closed my message last week. There will always be a ship waiting to assist you to leave and run from God's will and presence in your life. Bible says Jonah paid the fare. I can measure your spirituality by what you're willing to pay for. Today, I want to talk about Jonah's going down. We will read in the Scripture in just a moment, but disobedience will always take you in a digression. He's going to go down to Joppa. He's going to go down into the ship and eventually down into the sea and finally into the belly of a huge fish. Jonah chapter 1, if you'd look with me this morning. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city. Cry out against it, for the wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah rose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa, found a ship going to Tarshish. He paid the fare went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. The Lord sent out a great wind on the sea. There was a mighty tempest on the sea so that the ship was about to be broken up. Then the mariners, or the sailors, the salts, were afraid. Every man cried out to his God, little g. Threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten the load. But Jonah had gone down, there it is again, into the lower parts of the ship, had lain down and was fast asleep. The captain came to him and said to him, What do you mean, sleeper? Arise, call on your God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. They said to one another, Come, let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this trouble has come upon us. They cast lots, the lot fell on Jonah. Then they said to him, Please tell us, for whose cause is this trouble upon us? What is your occupation? Where do you come from? What is your country? What people are you? These are powerful questions. Maybe I'll preach on that when I get back from Africa. So he said to them, I am a Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. The men were exceedingly afraid, said to him, Why have you done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. They said to him, What shall we do to you that the sea may be calm for us? The sea was growing more tempestuous, And he said to them, Pick me up and throw me into the sea. Then the sea will become calm for you. For I know this great tempest is because of me. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to return to land. But they could not, for the sea continued to grow more tempuous against them. Therefore they cried out to the Lord and said, We pray, O Lord, please do not let us perish for this man's life. Do not charge us with innocent blood for you. O Lord, have, have done as it pleased you. They picked up Jonah, threw him into the sea. The sea ceased its raging. The men feared the Lord exceeding, offered a sacrifice to the Lord and took vows. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Father, we come this morning by the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you for this people assembled. 
I pray, God, you would equip them with spiritual truth. God, not the latest fab, not the latest um, uh, media presentation, God, but I pray your word, God, would be a lamp unto their feet, a light unto their path. Truth, God, will set them free. Save the lost this morning. Convict the sinner and the ungodly, the disobedient and the rebellious. God, I pray, work your grace and mercy in this place. And I give you praise for these, your people, in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to examine first with you, disobedience is really the child of unbelief. See, you must understand when God views things, the Bible says His ways are above our ways. See, disobedience is more than just an act. It's more than you just make a decision against God. Disobedience is a statement in the face of God. God, I don't trust you. I have no confidence in you here, God. I cannot, I will not rely on your judgment. I will not depend upon your wisdom concerning my life. God, I don't trust you to guide me here. That's disobedience. God, I won't put my life in your hands. I trust myself more than you. You see, disobedience um, is really unbelief in God's character. It's really taking a position, God, I don't believe you really have my best entrance in, in mind. I don't believe that if I do what you say, you know better than I. Life will turn out better. I don't want to do that. Um, I don't trust you. I don't have confidence in you. You see, obedience is a violation of relationship with God. This is the whole issue in the Old Testament of King Saul and God. You can read it in 1 Samuel 15. Uh, think of this. God makes a statement about a king, King Saul. He said, I regret that I ever made you king. And you ask yourself, why? And it was for one reason, basically, disobedience. 1 Samuel 15, 11. I re re greatly regret that I have set up Saul as king. For he has turned back from following me. He has not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel, and he cried out to the Lord all night. Verse 19, Why then did you not obey the voice of the Lord? Why did you swoop down on the spoil and do evil in the sight of God? Saul said to Samuel, But I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. I went on the mission on which the Lord sent me. I brought back Agag, king of Amalek. I have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took the plunder, sheep, the oxen, the best things which should have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgal. So Samuel said, listen to these words, Has the Lord as great a delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying His voice. Behold, to obey God is better than sacrifice, to heed than the fat or the offering of rams. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, stubborn is as iniquity and idolatry, because you have rejected the word of the Lord, He has also rejected you. Now think of this. Here's a man... 
his whole life is going to be snatched from him. Actually, Samuel starts to walk away. Saul grabs his garment. The garment tears and he turns and speaks this prophetic word. Uh, As you have torn this garment, God has torn the kingdom from your hand this day and one better than you will take your place. And you have to ask yourself, see, we're not talking about a man who's robbed God, so to speak. We're not talking here about adultery or fornication. We're not talking about a a man that has this insane criminal mind. He just wouldn't obey God. Now think of that. He just wouldn't obey God. He obeyed God partially and thought that was sufficient. Have not I gone on the mission you sent me on? Yes. Did not I not defeat the enemies? Yes. But you see, to God, when you and I disobey, it's a violation of relationship. With God, disobedience is a slap in His face. See, this is hard for us in a nation that promotes independence. Nobody's going to tell me. I'm my own man. I got rights, you know. And if we're not careful, that bleeds over in our relationship with God. If you'd like to hear the rest of this sermon, subscribe today. It's only $3 a month when you subscribe at supercast.tech or $4.99 per month when subscribing in Apple Podcasts. Links are in the show notes. We thank you for joining us on this special preview of the VBPH Sermon Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the free version of the VBPH Sermon Podcast, where we post sermons on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. We also have a premium version of this podcast, which posts sermons and interviews every single day of the week. So why would you want to subscribe? I'm glad you asked. I have five reasons for you. Number one, on the premium version, we post full versions of Testimony Tuesday, Pastor Campbell Thursday, and Study Day Saturday. If you'd like to hear those episodes, then subscribe now. Reason number two, uninterrupted listening. We remove all ads and all extraneous content from our premium feed. Reason number three, premium episodes always release six hours earlier than the free version. If you're an early bird, it's a great reason to subscribe. Number four, our subscribers will gain access to our sermon chat group on WhatsApp, where we interact directly with listeners around the globe. If you'd like to chat with other premium subscribers, subscribe today. And finally, every dollar we raise goes to world evangelism. This is the best reason to subscribe because you are helping us launch churches all around the world. We don't put one dime in our pockets. Everything that we raise from this podcast will go directly to Thursday night of Chandler Conference. So please subscribe today by using the links in the show notes below. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the sermon podcast of the Virginia Beach Potter's House Church. Were you blessed by today's message? Let us know. Please leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or on Podchaser. We'll be back next time with another life-changing word from heaven. God bless.